Hello everybody, welcome to episode 8 of Boys in the Basement podcast, Petersfield's premier radio show. We will call it that, because that's what we are. I'm Liam Parton, your host, but the show's not just about me. Although, my name is the name you have to type in to email the show, and my face is dotted all over the website. The show is about some other men, some mighty men, some noble men, some eagles I've reared from dirty little chicks. The first of my dirty little eagle chicks is Mr. Swan. Hello, Mr. Parton. How are you? I'm very good. It's nice to see you again. Yes, I've been away for quite a while, but we'll you come have. to that later on. And the other feral little chick, <laughs> little piglet in the corner, little fetal piglet is Mr. North. Good evening, Liam. You look a bit tired. I am pretty tired, yeah. Okay, we'll talk about your tiredness later on. Spread the content. What show we got for you today? We've got some brilliant music coming up for you as ever from the Weather Committee. We've also got some music from Martin Newham. We've also got Butterfly Graveyard, a great new band that I've heard about quite recently. And we're also going to be talking about some local projects going on and we're going to have a great time doing it because that is what we are all about. We're a fun time show. So, boys, hello. 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 Have you missed me whilst I've been away? Of course. Because as anyone who listened to the last episode will know, I emigrated last week to an island called the Isle of Wight. And I have come back pretty much just to record the show. That's how committed you are. That is dedication to the cause. That is dedication. Mr. North is just looking at me. Really... <laughs> Mr. North looks like a little kid who can't quite believe like he's seen something. He's always like, he can't believe I'm actually here. He's got bewilderment and dazzlement in his eyes. He's so excited. I'm so tired that I can't think of the right time to jump in and say something. He's so tired, (laughs) he can't think. I'm like one second behind where I should be saying Well, that's a great state to be in recording a radio show, isn't it? I'm so tired I can't think about talking because you're just going to stare at me with your little are you even recording have you even set the recording oh yeah you better check that technically it's perfect technically (laughs) it's it's never perfect perfect. because if you are listening to this uh you may notice some differences in this episode because this because of my emigration to the isle of Wight, mr north is now editing this episode doing all the post-production by himself and this is quite a big step for the boys in the basement i've had to relinquish a bit of my vice-like grip i have over proceeding so this is mr north's first editing job so we don't know how it's gone because as we say this, we haven't even done the episode. But if you're listening to it, it means he has produced it and it's out there and it obviously passed my stringent quality checks. Is that a fair assessment, Mr. North? Yeah, I'm a bit worried about these stringent quality checks because I think you're going to keep making me go back, editing bits out to make it slightly bit different that no one else will notice except Not you. that we cut a lot out no, of no, it. No, 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 because we just like to keep the episode sharp. Yeah. And I think because I've sort of nurtured him, I've had him under my wing like a little padawan. And I think that he is going to do a good job. So this episode is going to be great. You won't even notice it's different. I don't even know why we mentioned it. It was just me covering my back. <laughs> if it's a complete disaster. If the levels are all out, if everything's wrong, if there's massive gaps, it's all Mr. North's fault. But if it's good, it's my doing because I've trained him well. I think that's taking responsibility. It's a win-win situation for you. It is. We've got so much to talk about this show because we genuinely haven't seen each other for like two weeks. Two weeks. Because as I say, I've been living on an island. You've been off drinking heavily, Mr. North. And yeah, this is a bit of a theme. That the yeah. last time I went out heavily was the night before the last you podcast. You went out heavily. Out heavily. <laughs> yes, he's dealing with obesity. Yeah. <laughs> they dangled a cake in front of his face and he couldn't help but chase it out. And Mr. Swan's had a haircut. That's kept him busy. I've had a haircut. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. looking that. very and it's, dashing. It's divided a nation. Has it divided? I've had so many people. Some people like it, some people don't like it. Okay, what we're going to do loss. is on the fan page, we're going to put a picture of him before and after the haircut and you can vote on whether you like him with short hair or with long hair. You you do realise now you've said that you're going to have to do it yeah oh, I will because okay. no, that's, that's led me smoothly into promoting our pages and stuff which yeah. I will let which one of you can promote the website today Mr Swan what's the website people can go to to get in touch with the show and find out what's going on it's www.boysinthebasementpodcast.com thank you very much and Mr North 
What is the email address for the show? The email address is liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. Very good. You've come on leaps, man. Remember what I said about little little dirty chicks reading to eagles? That was a realisation, the actualisation of that dream. <laughs> Heck of a show we've got for you. But we also must talk about fan page. I'm gonna, should we talk about the fan page now? Yes, let's yes. do it. With the popularity that our show has sort of created amounts of world, we've created a lot of sort of tribute acts. And um, <laughs> some guys in America have set up a tribute to the Boys in the Basement podcast, uh, boysinthebasement.com. And they've stolen our Facebook fan page because they emailed Facebook and said that it was obscene and it contained offensive material on our fan page. So they've they got our fan page shut down. What was the reason for that then? What was on it? Just us. We had deemed <laughs> as offensive material. Well, apparently. But they have now, what they did is they got us shut down so they could steal our Facebook address. Because yeah. then like a day later they had our address. So our fan page disappeared overnight. We lost all our fans. So guys, if you're listening to this, make sure you go onto our new fan page, which you can get to through the website. Uh, there's some little Facebook links. Just click on those. Become a fan because already we've got more fans than the uh, Dan Norris Boys in the Basement podcast. Uh, so we've already managed to build up a coterie. So we want to get you all back involved. It's a great way of us communicating with you. And also, in many ways, it, it sort of strikes a blow for English skill over American idiocy. Yeah, but they, we can't yeah. say that because we're very popular in America. Only certain areas of America. Yeah, these like are boys. Not in the Dan Norris household. Not in yeah, the Dan, Dan Norris, Norris household, household yeah. yeah. Because you, the, you listened to their podcast a little bit, didn't you, Tom? I did. What was your review? I just thought it was boring and unnecessarily rude. Should we send them like, an email properly, with a uh, Properly with a unnecessarily harsh about stuff. Was it crude? Okay. And crude and swearing for swearing's sake. Oh, I don't and know they that. didn't actually talk about anything. And I just got bored very okay. quickly. But our listeners won't get bored of this because we're going to stop talking about another podcast. Yeah, we're going to open our show by promoting another podcast. Great. Listen to us. Don't listen to us. Go listen to another podcast. We don't mind. We don't care. But actually we do because we've got some really noble words to do this episode. Uh, like I said, we're going to talk about what we've been up to. We've also got some genuinely exciting things to promote. Is it time for us to play a song yet, or do we need to talk for a bit longer? You need to talk for a bit longer, Liam. Okay. You've premed far too I'm, early. To oh, I can't believe you said I'm that. I'm scrabbling around for content. <laughs> yeah, because, well, living on the Isle of Wight, it's been really cool, and um, I've moved into a house, really lovely, massive house, but the downside is, at the moment, there's a lot of things that I haven't considered. You know, I thought I'd move into a house, I thought, as long as I've got a bed... That's all there is to worry about. But the house does not have internet connection. So I've been totally out of the loop for like a week and a half now. So I've desperately had to just prepare the show in about five minutes on Mr. North's kitchen table. Well, I sat on the floor in the corner. Yeah, you look like a kid from an <laughs> yeah, NSPCC you, you advert. You did look a bit down. I waited yeah. for a green dot to ping up by your head and <laughs> throw money at you, kick 10p in your face to make it all better. Uh, yeah, so I haven't had the internet, so I've been... It's been really difficult to check emails and update the website, which is why it's really important that Mr. North takes on this role, takes on this mantle, because he's got loads of free time. He's I don't have a website <laughs> management. That's you hard. can do it. If I can do it, you no, can do it. I could it. Lo- upload it onto the website with your instruction, but I'm not going to be able to edit the website. I think you need to keep hold of that okay, and just do it when you, when you can. Yeah, because I am hoping to get um, some Wi-Fi and internet connection out of my house in the Isle of Wight, uh, and then obviously it'll be back to normal business. But I have felt a little bit like cut off. I didn't realise how much I rely on the internet for just everything. It is strange. Well, I, was, I felt the same when I was in Scotland. You just rely on, oh, I need to know that piece of information yeah. and you can get it instantly. Yeah. And when just you can't, print it's things hard. off or listen to music, ding, ding, ding. And yeah. I couldn't do that. But my time on the other way has overall been really exciting and I've been recording a non-stop video diary which I showed clips of <laughs> to the boys earlier on and their first reaction was, 
this is the first sign of a descent into madness. It was properly mad because Liam really would is. walk around ferries, hotels, everything with a video camera in his hand, stopping every mirror, saying, "Here's another sexy person." <laughs> yeah, that was. And then, and hey, just, don't just say making, that. Just basically the rambling. It was every of an mirror, yeah. every mirror. There are a lot of mirrors the, on the Isle of Wight. The rambling of an idiot well, out that was loud. Your- the Ramblings of an Idiot, what was that when you did your critique of it? <laughs> <laughs> no, my, so what we are going to do is once I've got the internet sorted out, I'm going to be editing my video diary and I'm going to be putting things on the website, which we're very excited about because we are moving into the video dimension now to help promote the show and promote things that are going on. And Mr. North, when I told him that we'd be doing a little bit of filming at the end of the show, his reaction was, no, I can't. I've not brushed my hair. I look scruffy. <laughs> so I've, like, your don't... vanity is going to derail no, the show. Got... And from the start, we always thought it would be my vanity that derailed I'm it. I'm sort of in like slobby clothes just thinking, oh, we're doing a radio show. Why do you need to like, bother yeah. looking good? And no, then you say we we're going to be effort. on camera. We always look good, though. What no. it really is, is that he knows he's going to have to hoover the walls before we start. <laughs> yeah, the basement's in a dreadful state. The basement's state. in a terrible Moldy state. Moldy water everywhere. <laughs> it's a disaster. But yeah, I think now it's time for us to play a song, is it? Yeah. It's now time for us to play well a song. Uh, this first song we're going to play is by um, a, lo- a real musical hero of mine, a local man, uh, Marty Newham. Who, um, he comes from the Isle of Wight, actually. Uh, we've played some of his Goondocks music before. He used to be in the Goondocks. And also he does his own solo stuff. He, you can always rely on him to churn out a good tune. And this is a, a new song I heard quite recently that I really, really like. So we're going to play him. And then we're going to come back. And we're going to be looking at some emails from last show. So stay put for that. We will see you in a minute. It's a long way home. And I'm tired. Got the radio on. But I'm elsewhere in my mind. Who'd have thought that I'd come so close to the edge I never expected this But it's best that no one knows So I've been lying You caught me up And I'm wired So I can't see sense But it's like this most of the time Even though you made it quite clear I can't believe that I'm here I need to lay down just for a while I come back crazy Let's forget what we said I come back crazy We can start all over again Come back crazy I can't get you out of my head Come back crazy And then I woke up, it was quiet, still the radio on, so I, I rolled one by the roadside. I drove on, but I, I feel the same, I'm wondering if it will ever change. There's only one thing that would make me smile again. Come back crazy, let's forget what we said. Come back racing, we can start all over again Come back racing, I can't get you out of my head Come back racing Got the radio on, but I'm elsewhere in my mind 
who'd have thought that I'd come so close to the edge? I never expected this, but it's best that no one knows, so I've been lying. Come back racing, let's forget what we said. Come back racing, we can start all over again. Come back racing, I can't get you out of my head. Come back racing. Come back Gracie there by Martin Newnham. And if you like that, you can find out more at myspace.com forward slash Martin Newnham. Thank God, in the nicest possible way, thank God that that song ended when it did because Mr. North was stuck wittering on. He said, he suddenly sat there and went, I wonder what colour we can paint the walls in the basement. <laughs> Since when have I turned northern? Now, because you've become so... In your hungover state. Yeah, you just... It was, oh, it was awful. But no, that was a brilliant song and I've always loved him. So if you get a chance to see him live or you see him about going to see him, lovely tap, really friendly to talk to. We're going to now look at some emails because there's a few things that we need to reference that are in last week's show. I've had a few emails. Mr. Swan's had some emails as well. Do you want to go first, Mr. Swan? No, you go first if you want. I don't okay. mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Throw you a curveball there. Yeah. <laughs> Due to me being on the Isle of Wight this week, I've had no printer either. So everything that I need for the show is on my laptop. So I'm having to press buttons and so far, so good. But there is going to be a chance for technical meltdown later on. This is from one of our fans, Brandy. Now Brandy, we, we all know, loves Mr. Swan. She adores him and she's taken time to email us. It's uh, boy, uh, Liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com if you want to get involved with the show. And last episode, remember that she contacted us and said that she wanted to use your services yes. because she's going away to do some work for the Peace Corps. Correct. And we said, what did the Peace Corps do? Yes. Well, as ever, she has risen to the challenge and she sent us an email about the role of the Peace Corps. Oh, good. So all of those from last week who've been really, you know, wanted to know, desperate to know, this is it. The Peace Corps is a government organisation that sends volunteers to areas of the world in need of economic improvement. The purpose of the organisation is to create better relations with the US and other countries. So that's pretty much what we thought. Yeah, the point, yeah. isn't it? Uh, <laughs> as a business advisor, I would help local entrepreneurs in my host country expand their businesses and open up trade with neighbouring communities. That's quite a high-powered sort of job so responsibility. Quite noble. We're really yeah. proud of Brandy. Well done. Genuinely, Very well done, yeah. We, we give you a heartfelt, what's the word, when we, you're proud? Well, um... Pride. <laughs> pride. <laughs> give you a heartfelt yeah. pride. God, Mr. North, do you want to say anything this episode? Uh, no, I'm, I'm happy just listening. Yeah, but you're not a listener. <laughs> you're, you're on the show. If we all just turn into listeners, yeah. this is what would happen. Uh, I was thinking that, the, what was it, like areas of eco, um, economical... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on. Yeah. She then, as ever, moves on to tie it in with you, Mr. Swan. Oh, because well. we said, why does she have... Because she said she has to remain celibate for 27 months. And yeah. we said, Why? Yeah. So she's also taken the time to answer this. I would have to remain celibate for the 27 months of my service because I will be required to sign a contract that states that I will not have sexual relations with any other Peace Corps workers or members of my community. No. There is, of course, a way round this celibacy issue if Mr. Swan would like to visit me in Central Asia. <laughs> which ties in nicely with the fact that you were going to prepare some surviving in Central Asia and tips. And also, your family once came from Asia, you said. so you can They just... didn't come from Asia, they lived in Asia. <laughs> have you, <laughs> did, did you find your Central Asia tips that you said you were going to find? I did, yes. Did you actually? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was hoping to catch you out then. Uh, well, you see, I thought you would try that, but I've come You've prepared. actually put... Come right. on, what are they then? No, well, we'll finish email. Then well, we'll, we'll finish email I'm, first. But I'm absolutely... Absolutely astounded. Why do you think I bought a folder? 
Yeah, he's brought a folder today, it's all guys. Professional. My professionalism is rubbing off on him. Thank you. That's thank why you. I've got none left. <laughs> <laughs> I've transferred it like pollen. Um, I fertilised. <laughs> you fertilised what? I fertilised his uh, his pod of intellectual preparation. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. Email. Speaking yeah. of fertilising your pod, though, Brandy oh. continues. <laughs> I am pleased to hear that Mr. Swan is so considerate and obliging to my request. Because, of course, she asked you to help her out. Yeah, she did. Now yes. quite new to Central Asia. Yeah. This could be a great, oh, what great a opportunity I'd for you. I'd have to borrow your video camera. Definitely. I would love to chat with him privately to discuss exactly what helping in any way may entail. If Mr. Swan should require further details or instructions on how to prepare to help me better, I would be happy to share any information with him. <laughs> that was Mr. North who made that noise. Ah, and speaking yeah. of Mr. North, he then offered, because Brandy's coming over to the UK after Christmas and she's going to come and see us and be on the show. Yeah. Uh, Mr. North said she could stay in my house in the basement, in the studio. I didn't say in the basement. She said this. <laughs> I'm not sure that I would enjoy a stay in your studio, especially with Mr. North's creepy Nazi memorabilia. No, that doesn't exist. <laughs> because he obviously, as we know, he's, he's had a very keen Brandy, interest in that you wouldn't be allowed me to sleep in the basement. That's, that's a bit wrong. Your reputation precedes you, Mr. North. <laughs> but a visit will definitely be in order. I do like the food spread idea. I think I offered her that. Yeah. Jammy Dodgers, we said. And I would like to request flapjacks, because apparently they don't have those in the States. It's another thing they don't have in the States. Really? They don't have jammy Dodgers. No flapjacks, no hobnobs. I'm never going there. They do have Twinkies, though. Oh, they're big on they're Twinkies. Good, yeah. Also, if someone would like to run to Kensington, a lady there makes the best mozzarella and tomato subs. We will delegate that role to Mr. North. He likes <laughs> running and he likes Kensington. Basically, then, once again, there's a listener who's she's just... Brandy's rejected everything that I've offered... Pretty and, much. And but then she's had the, you've offered. Yeah. But if you had a sort of Nazi sympathiser asking you to stay in his house, his basement, <laughs> while you're on holiday, what would you say? You're not a Nazi sympathiser. That is extremely unfair. What I well, love is how, I just... she, is how she like she wrote pretty much insulted you and turned you off, but then had the gall to like demand all this food. So she's turning up and she's basically getting free accommodation, yeah. free food. And we've we've been it, had. And we've Brandy's got... had us. She has. We're having a bit of a diva moment here. It should yeah. be the other way around. They should bring food and gifts to us. Yeah, you could be like the free wise like men. A, it's not like a pilgrimage on their, t- on their pilgrimage bit. to Mr. North. People she could sort of cleanse herself. It'd be like Lords or the Ganges in here. <laughs> you can cleanse away your sins in Mr. North's basement. You have to North's walk barefoot all yeah. the way. <laughs> I'll rub off my sins on you. <laughs> As I do quite often. But that was Brandy. So we like hearing from Brandy. One of our fans, we always get fans, we love it when fans do email the show. Whatever you want to say, it all makes content, especially on a show like this where I've been scrabbling around desperately trying to get content. That killed 10 minutes. And Brandy, I've noticed, she's very well written sort of person, isn't she? Very well she spoken, writes, yeah, very eloquent. Very eloquent. You've got a lovely eloquent way of speaking, Brandy. So if you think you could do better, the email address is liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. Anything you want to talk about, let us know. Which brings me neatly on to Mr. Swan. You've had an email. Yes, Do you want to talk have. about it or shall we do the Central Asia tips No, first? we. well, it's up to you. What do you think? Should we do the Central Asia tips? Yeah, seeing as we just continuity. They're quite extensive. How extensive? Uh, I've done a page. <laughs> a page? <laughs> yeah, a page. But I can break them down if you'd like. No, uh, well, I'll tell you what. This is, this is content. Brilliant. It's a, it's a page, but it's in massive writing. <laughs> it's like a 12-year-old's done. Abba that was my best writing. K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-
Right, can we get on with right, it now? Right, we get on with it now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, number one. When you arrive, it is important to fit in. Get a feel <laughs> for the place, the smells, the sounds. This sounds like sex. No, no it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No. <laughs> it's important to fit in. <laughs> When you arrive, when you I would suggest walking for a day or two around your new area to truly experience the mystique of the place you are going to be living in. Definitely sounds like sex. Well, I don't know what sort yeah, of thing you get up to. Shut up. <laughs> Mr. Knott's quite keen to hear let these Let Mike points. get on with it. <laughs> but whilst he's reading these, think of them in a sexual content and they're even more funny. Uh, actually, well, we're, no, point, point two. <laughs> As much as possible, try to meet and befriend as many locals as oh. you can. <laughs> this will not only help you to understand the differences in culture, but also help learn their language. Okay. And I've also got some a bit of language here for you, a few helpful phrases. Yeah, what, what language well, is Well, I this? mean, we're not quite sure which country's brand he's going to, are we? Mm. Just Asia. Central Asia's big. Well, I've, I've got phrases from China and Thailand. I think that's the basis covered. I think they're probably yeah. transferable. Base is covered. Base is covered. So, a few Chinese phrases to throw at you. Does anyone know what yes is in Chinese? No. Dwei. Dwei. Hello is oh. ni hao. What if she wants... Have you got no there as well? Uh, well, we did have no, but I didn't put it down because I thought it was a bit... Because Brandy doesn't sound like the sort of girl that would say no. Well, I wasn't well, suggesting she's, that. No, she's got to be... No is the most important word if she's staying celibate. Otherwise, ah. she'll just go ni hao. No. Ni hao. Ah, you see, I think I know what it is. Okay. Dway is yes, so what about Needway? No yes. <laughs> <laughs> no yes? It'll what? probably get you through, Why are you Brandon? trying to think that you know like, Chinese grammar? <laughs> no, just giving her a few helpful phrases, <laughs> Mr. North. Good. I'm genuinely yeah. loving this. Thank you. Say, say. Say, say. Say, say. Say, say. That should be the basics for China. That's really all you need. And if we're in Thailand, hello is Sawakti. And another quick tip for you. If you're meeting <laughs> new people, especially in Thailand, they will generally bow yeah, they do a little bow they do like a little this bow. that I'm not now doing. That's correct. <laughs> Good Mr. North radio. is doing They bow. do a little bow like this. <laughs> that doesn't work, but you can do it on our video thing at the end. I have been to Thailand. But what oh, I found God. out is that the bigger the bow, the greater the respect for the person you're bowing towards. <laughs> so, for example, if I was bowing to Mr. Part and I'd bow to the floor, oh, if I was know, bowing to do. Mr. North, <laughs> I backwards. would just slightly cock my head forward. <laughs> that would be about it. So, um, moving swiftly on anyway. Point three. Use public transport as much as possible. In a strange place, it's invaluable to use local transport. It's very cheap, especially in Asia, and another good way to absorb the culture. Yeah, Did you good use tip. the public transport, Mr. North? In Asia? Uh, no, we just had got taxis with our tour guide. Oh, chauffeur driven. Did you have a ride on anything? <laughs> an elephant, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did, an elephant, yeah. Brilliant. I mean, there's a picture on your mantelpiece, isn't there? Yeah. Right, number four. Respect local cultures and religions. I'm going on to page two now okay. of my big writing. Always bear in mind that in most Asian countries, religion is sacred and always try and respect local customs. For example, in Thailand, it is good manners to remove your shoes upon entering another person's house okay. or a temple. That's important stuff. Yeah, it definitely is. temple. There's loads of shoes outside. You could basically take whichever ones you wanted. Also, uh, Mr. Parton, you'd be screwed if you went here. Avoid all public displays of affection. Oh, God. Nothing whatsoever. <laughs> and in China, this will come in handy. I mean, not that you'd ever would do this, Brandy, but in China, never take photos of the military <laughs> and steer away from political or religious debate. Yeah, probably for the best. So basically, <laughs> if I went there and I hadn't heard those tips, I'd have been in a prison within the first 30 minutes. Exactly. Oh, definitely. So it's not just helping Brandy. This is helping anybody who's thinking of yeah, going to I think that was very noble work. And it I is. am genuinely amazed you actually did that. Thank you very much. Oh, Thank you very bo- much, Mr. Swan. Why at the bottom of your piece of paper is a big smiley face? Oh, uh, well, no, because <laughs> I, point five, I put point five. Above all, though, enjoy your trip and keep listening to Boys in the Basement. Oh, smiley face. Superb. There you go. Absolutely brilliant. 
Well, Brandy, I hope that you enjoy those tips. And if, I hope anyone enjoys those. If you want really any, useful. if you want any more tips, you can email me, you know, and I'll I'll go into more depth about it. But I'm staggered. Well, I can't believe you did that. I liked, he I actually liked. done some content. I know, brilliant. Made up for the fact that I hadn't. Superb. I thought I'd surprise you. So thank you very much, Mr. Swan. Pleasure. And you had another email as well. I didn't have. You? I've had an email from Livy. We remember Livy. Yeah. We like Livy. Yep. She's one of our. American well, one of our coterie of devoted and dedicated American listeners. She is, yes, indeed. Now I haven't. My printer has not been working this week, so I've had to write it out by hand. <laughs> but um, it's just as good. So I'll read it out. Mister Swan, just a quick, exciting piece of news. I'm coming to visit. <gasps> ha ha! Really? Indeed. I'm coming to the new UK next May, <gasps> and would love to come visit you and the boys. Yeah! <laughs> more travellers. More travellers. <laughs> Maybe right. Now we've done the Asia tips, we need to now have some tips on what you need England to... England tips. The etiquette in yes. Mr. North's house. No, oh, yes. England Do we tips. have to take off the shoes when we enter? <laughs> Do we have to, like, put all our rubbish neatly, sort of, arranged at 90 degrees to, yes. like, the west or something? Everything's angles here. Anyway, would also like to apologise for my fellow countryman, Dan Norris. Hey! On being, on and being... just a reminder, Dan Norris is the host of the... Uh, Inferior. Inferior Boys in the Basement uh, podcast from America. It is. And this is another American. Who hasn't replied after we, you know, promoted him in the show. But did you email him telling him to listen to the show? I did, yeah. Why hasn't he listened? He's too busy just cussing out other people. So yeah, Yeah. Dan Norris, our our Uber fan. Would also like to apologise, yep, for my fellow countryman Dan Norris on being so petty. Boo. That's what it says. There's a big boo on here. We, We love you here in the US, so keep doing what you're doing. Yes. Yeah. on, that's endorsement. There we go. Hope all you guys are good, and as always, looking forward to the next show. P.S. How is your friend Vicky Harvey getting on at <laughs> university? We liked her a lot. Girl power. <laughs> also, where is the picture of Mr. North's boat? Tut tut, Mr. Parton. Yes, that's because I promised to put a picture of the boat that Mr. North sailed to the Out Hebrides on the website. Yeah. I thought, who will actually notice if I don't? <laughs> and it turns out that people care about his boat. So I will put the pictures on uh, the website. God, we're going to run out of space on the website soon. There's so much to put on it now. And also, do you think we should maybe catch up with Vicky Harvey? Should we maybe drive down there and record a, a little interview? We are going to go, we are gonna go down. Yeah, we are due yeah. to visit in but, a few weeks. Yeah, um, we can get... Mr. Swan can take written notes in big school. <laughs> <and writing. laughs> yeah. I've got a folder now, so anything, the sky's the limit. Yeah, so we will find out how Vicky Harvey's getting on. And thank you very much for um, you know, being concerned yeah. about her welfare. Absolutely. Anything about Mr. North in that email? No, and then no. it ends, lots of love, Livy. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> I'm afraid... No, there's no mention of Mr. North here. Okay. But well, she, well, she does say the guys... Yeah, that's all of us. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! So people are concerned about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is so lovely. Thank <laughs> you very yeah. much for that. Thank you very much, Mister uh, Mister Swan, for reading out Livy. Livy's email. Yeah. And yep, thank you, Livy, for getting in touch. It's now time for our. Oh, I'm. T- <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, I had a bit of a cough there. Uh, it's now time for our second song of the show, which is going to be by a band called Butterfly Graveyard, who I found quite recently, and I've, their music moves me immensely. So see what you think of this, and we'll be back afterwards when we will be looking at some exciting projects going on locally. So take care. See you in a jiffy. Wasn't it pretty, the aspirin city, dissolving before my eyes into the sun? Standing on its head with an axis made from love. 
Watching the world stop and start again Conversations out on the ledge Looking over the edge Jesus so meek am I Don't you make me like a little child Jesus so meek am I Everyone, that was the Butterfly Graveyard, uh, an Irish band. And what did you think of that, guys? Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I, I liked like that. it. Um, you can find them on MySpace, as ever, myspace.com slash the Butterfly Graveyard, spelt as it sounds. Get there, look at it, they've got a few songs there, and we really like listening to them. Mr. North, he has a look about him when he hears a song that he really likes, and he's got that look. Either yeah. that or it's extreme tiredness. <laughs> yeah, extreme tiredness. <laughs> yeah, in fact, we should cover off why you're so blooming tired. I'm tired because last night was a party. Uh, from work there was about 200 people from work went to a party in a hotel and we had um the function room of the hotel with a band and a casino and a dj and then we also that block of the hotel had 40 rooms above it separately to the main hotel so we had all 40 rooms booked up upstairs as well who paid for all this paid a (laughs) subsidized amount and the rest was a social club um, fund so basically your place of work paid for all that yeah, well, we That's paid, wow. a guest paid 40 event, quid. Then. Yeah, it was very good. Um, but I'd worked 12 hours. Mm-hmm. So I got up at six, worked 12 hours, and then went straight to the event, started drinking and having a good time. It was a fantastic party, and I got to bed at 5 a.m. <sighs> so I basically did 23 hours nonstop. And this morning, about six of us just sort of walked around the grounds of the hotel, went to a pub for a Coke and just chilled out, and I was properly dead. <laughs> driving home, I don't know. <laughs> driving home, I was driving like a complete woman. It was crazy. Not like normal then. 
Yeah. <laughs> so you had a good night, though, overall? Yeah, it was fantastic. What, what we've seen of the night is a, what can only be described as a, well, what word would you use to describe it, Mr. Swan? Homoerotic. A homoerotic photograph of Mr. North and an associate at the party, dressed up in their dinner sort of suits, their shirt. Very smart. And words cannot express what this photo looks like really, can it? <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to put it on... We're going to have to put no, it on you know, the website. No, no, that's not going to the website. Definitely going to the website. No, it's not going to the Why website. is it not going on the because website? Because I don't like it. It's a good, it's a good photo. <laughs> it's like, but that's a like, reason to put it on the website. Night, it was one of those official pictures. I was put off just before it and then like... And then for what it is is well, basically now. it's Mr. North clenching another man's bum. No, that's not true. That's what it looks like to me. How much did you pay for that picture? Uh, ten pounds. Oh, dear, dear me. Please. And how many do you reckon? But pictures I did do you buy it at like one took? o'clock in the morning. How many pictures do you reckon the guy? Well, he sold would just like take a picture in front of the official background, yep. print it off if anyone was vaguely interested, then okay. sell it to you for a fortune if you wanted it. Were you drunk? He must when have you made this? a lot yeah, of money. I just said because Chris said the other guy in the picture, he said, "Oh, that'd be quite good to have," and I just gave him a ten pound note to go and buy it. But it's a lovely picture, and like I say, we'll put it on the website, and you guys can see what you think about it. Mr. North doesn't want us to put it on the website, but it'll, it'll no, happen. No, it was quite amusing last night. Now, no, it looks at, like you're having a really good cold time. light of day. You do look smart is, as well. <laughs> we were trying to pose for this picture, and then it, it, it got a bit inappropriate just as he clicked the shutter. I think that's the way, best way to describe it. And thank you, Mr. One. Yeah, we do look smart. You do look smart, yeah. <laughs> That's a positive we can do. Yeah. positive coming out of it. Good stuff. Right, well, that's enough about your night out. We, I like you having nights out. I think it's good for you to get out, but I do worry about you becoming a little bit sort of institutionalised I go out here. all the time. Well, it's becoming regular now. You're always hungover during yeah. the shows. This is new rock yeah, star persona. Sudden... All that you know? grief I got when I got drunk that one time, and now you've been doing it every blimmin' week. Okay, mum. <laughs> do you, do you guys want to carry on? Yeah, no, we'll, take, we'll do it later. Yeah. Take it outside. Because <laughs> we've got to do some bit of noble work now. Because as anyone who's ever listened to the show knows, we like to come on and have a bit of a natter, a bit of a chit-chat. But also, we like to promote what's going on locally, don't we? Mm-hmm. That's very mm. much what the point of this was when we started it. And it's what we've continued to do. And we've, got a f- we've had a few things going around the back burner. The first of which, we talked about it last show. I just want to reiterate what's going on. Thursday the 14th of October, a band are playing an open mic night who are regular listeners to the show. They're called The Decaders. And as well as them playing, there's loads of other bands playing on. There's Kevin Mel. There's Yuki playing Freak. And they're playing at the barn in Milton, which is important. So if you're free on Thursday the 14th, get down there. See what's going on. Support local music. And if you can't get down there, they are going to be on a website. Can you remember what the website was? Thursday Online or something like that. Very good guess. <laughs> it's thursdaymusic.co.uk. Oh, I can't yeah. I can't remember that. No, because you're drunk. And this is what happens <laughs> when you come to work drunk. You're not coherent. You can't remember things. And you're a burden for us. We have to carry you. Because you provide 10% of the content in each show, don't you? Yeah. And I if try, you don't talk, yeah. we've got to cover 10%, which is easily done, really, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, so get down there. It starts at 8 o'clock, and they will broadcast online if you can't make it. But we're going to go down there, because I will be coming back from the Isle of Wight especially for that. Oh, I've got this a, week? This Thursday? Yeah, because I've got a three-day weekend, so I'll be coming back on uh, Thursday evening. Okay, I'm probably around Thursday evening. Cause you I'm... are around. It's a business. It's yeah. a business outing. You yeah. don't have a choice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've checked your schedule. And we've run it through your secretary. So we're going to be there. Come along. And it's an open mic night, so I guess if you if you are a musician and you turn up, you're going to be able to just get out there if it's time. You don't know that. You're just saying that. I'm <laughs> saying it to attract... I think that's how open mic nights work. There are some set bands, but I think other people will get out there and play. And we'll hopefully meet some uh, people and maybe do some interviews and uh, get some information for the show on some new local bands, which is exciting. Yeah. yeah. Noble work done there. Yeah. Second thing I want to talk about, oh, I love it when I get all serious. When I start, because you guys sort of look a bit like, oh, what happened to Liam? Where's the real Liam? <laughs> Can you guys remember what Yeah! magazine was all about? Yeah. <laughs> that was the best description I've ever heard. It's uh, a they, local. They, yeah, they give a theme and then people contribute. Contribute? 
contribute to that theme <laughs> oh God, it's um, hard work and just send stuff in whether it's sort of arty stuff or poems or okay um, that was yeah, quite a good description stuff. it's basically a theme based quarterly that our, a friend of the show uh, Benjamin Erry runs and it's yeah-magazine.com and they get all local sort of contributors as a way as a medium to promote what they're doing and their work and stuff now Ben he's a great character in the local community he gets involved with lots of projects and he's recently been given the responsibility of organising the Petersfield Town festivities oh great for next year very good and this is really exciting because what usually in the square what we have in this town is like a music festival and this is like 100 metres away from where we're yeah, stood yeah they have music playing they have other things going on stalls and stuff and it's, and it's really big and he's been put in charge of that and we're going to basically going to get involved with this somehow. We don't know how yet. We need to have a proper discussion with Ben. But it's a really exciting thing to have on the radar. So Boys in the Basement is going local. Above yeah. ground. It's going native. <laughs> it's going above ground, yeah. yeah. And we are going to be getting Ben on very soon because we want to talk about yeah, because he's been absolutely fantastic with promoting our show because he's got a lot of uh, people over the world. And because of him, we now get downloaded in Sweden. So we are going to get him on the show. That's just something to keep on the radar. He was in the, in the press about it the other day, so it's quite big. And we're looking forward to getting involved in that. And hopefully we'll provide some bands for your amusement. I think well, it'd, be, it'd be great if we could do like a long show outside during those festivities, right. take our equipment up there and actually just like interview random people. Like a live broadcast. Yeah, but we just record it just for hours and hours and hours well, and remember, then cut the Mr. best bit <laughs> later. The Wide Eyes were there last year. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. never know. Well, that'd be good if we were just at the side of the stage. The it would be fans good. and the public can just come over and just see what's going on. We hand out our business cards and spread the word. Yes, business cards, which we need to sort out. We will sort that out after this recording. We are soon going to have business cards so that we can properly hit the next level and we need to get in touch with the Petersville Post as well don't we yeah it, it's got to if you can if you can bury your own vanity for long enough to have a picture taken for the local <laughs> who the hair's not straight oh, did, did, did. oh it's not the right resolution it's not the right this not the right that do you know, I was the just, only resolution you need to make is to stop being so vain. <laughs> you watched a Formula One at about I did watch four o'clock um, on the morning of this recording, yes. didn't you? Did you hear at one what point... What is this? This is your you life. Brundle, yeah. the commentator, at one point said that he was getting interference in his cans. Oh. Did you hear that? Yes. Okay. Well, and you, such and a you, garbled and segue, that was. And, and you're proud because you once said cans. Because, well, once said cans and you said... So you're comparing yourself to Martin Brundle. Well, I just said that us media types. I thought it would have been better. If, <laughs> I thought what you were going to say is, did you hear when he got some interference in his cans and it was the Boys in the Basement <laughs> podcast somehow coming on during the live Formula 1 coverage? But maybe that's what we should do. Maybe we should start commentating on sport events and then putting it online and then you can watch the sport event with the sound down yeah, with our commentary. Be, that would be good, wouldn't it? How good would that be? Definitely. Could we do that? Um, yeah, uh, we could. We'll put they it to our research it. department. They already, they already do it on the main uh, breakfast show of UK Radio. They ah, do that. They, so do that with, they do that with a guy who knows nothing about football oh, and he just commentates on football. So uh, we don't want to just plagiarise no. other shows, do we? Not like the boys in the basement in America do. No. <laughs> we, we nick all our content from them. What are we going to do this week? You're going to eat a sweet from your belly button, Mr. North. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, because if you go to the website, there's a video of Dan Norris eating, or some, one of them eating a sweet from the other one's belly button. So we should start copying their content. Yeah. Although they've stopped releasing episodes now, nothing's going on on their website. If we drop that low, we'd be end up in the same mine as these Chilean miners. Ooh, don't say that. They're, they're going to be out soon. Yeah, they'll be out they soon. Are, they're going to be out soon. That's going to be good news, that. We're a matter of days. I wonder if yeah, we could I'm... get one of them on the show. They don't... They've they, been they... trapped in no, a mine for three months. <laughs> good point, and then yeah. we say, do you want to come to our basement? They'll be terrified. <laughs> we'll have to do an above-ground special... Imagine inflicting... They've been through enough. Well, all right, in the middle of a field then. Or yeah, in the middle of the biggest field we or can top find. top of a lighthouse. Or top of a lighthouse, <laughs> the highest, most freest point. Yeah, well, we'll see what we can do. We'll get in touch with our agents. All but right. I'm intrigued to see what it's going to be like when they come out. Because 
that must just be mind-blowing to be trapped underground. I mean, we come in the basement for two hours to record a show and it's bad enough. Mm. Three months living underground. Although they, apparently they've got loads of space in there because one guy's been going on six-mile runs through like the tunnels to get fit because they need to be a certain slimness to fit yeah, through the escape the hole, yeah, right. So he's been yeah. going for six-miles runs. So it's not exactly like they're in a small space down there, is it? They Six said they've miles. even got a flushing toilet because they go to the loo in a waterfall. Okay, could we get that down here as part of your redecoration <laughs> that you've been promising? Oh, that's the other thing I want to uh, talk about is Mr. North keeps promising he's going to redecorate the basement. No, in November I'll do it. In that, why November? Because then I've got a week off. Well, it's okay. not long now. I've got a week off. Oh, no, not till December. But we <laughs> want some, you guys to submit some ideas of what you'd like to see in the studio, what you think we should redecorate as. Definitely. I think it's time for us to play our final song of the show. And this is from the fantastic band The Weather Committee. And this is their song, Less Than She Says About You. I don't know why I introduced it like a man having a stroke. Nevertheless, enjoy this and we'll be back for our news. Say that you love her, are you sure? There's less than she says about you. Say that you need her, and what's more? She's the best thing that's happened to you. If she don't mind your occupation. If she don't like your variation. Cause that's less than she says about you. Would you run? Would you hide? Weather Committee there with their song Lesson She Says About You. They're a brilliant band. I love them very, very much. Now it's time, everyone, for the news! This is the news. This is the news. This is the news. This is the news. It's the news! Okay, I've picked three news stories here like we always do, and we will now pick them in a democratic process. Story number one, the piglet that thinks it's a dog. 
Okay. As the headline was. Could be self-explanatory. Yeah. Second one, farty pants launched. This is about underwear that hides the smell of farts. And the final story, man marries pillow. Which one are we going to go for think, today? Right? I think the pillow one. Yeah, come that on, just man sounds bizarre. Pillow. Mr. Swan is going to read the news for you like he always does. Thank you very much, Mr. Park. He's got a lovely news voice. Oh, it's a, it's it's a sultry wo- tone. It's a wonderful picture. Oh, it's, it is a good <laughs> picture. We're going to put that on the website. There's so much to put on the website today. I'm going to go bonkers. When you get internet. Right, okay, here we go then. You're right, Mr. Swan. Yeah, no, I was just trying to... This chap's name, I was just trying to get my mouth around it. Okay, well, you've just given <laughs> us a brilliant thing on sort of Asian and yeah, culture. Yeah, that's, that's true, your, absolutely. the leading light in that department now. Here we go. Okay. Man marries pillow. True love can take many forms. In this case, it has taken the form of a Korean man falling in love with and eventually marrying a large pillow with a picture of a woman on it. <laughs> Lee Jin-gyu fell for his Dakimakura, a kind of large huggable pillow from Japan, often with a picture of a popular anime character printed on the side. In Lee's case, his beloved pillow has an image of Fate Testarossa from the <laughs> Magical Girl anime series. I, I know it well. Now the 28-year-old otaku, a Japanese term that roughly translates to somewhere between obsessive and nerd. Right. <laughs> that could have been in the Asian tips bit, couldn't it? Has wed the pillow in a special ceremony after fitting it out with a wedding dress for the service in front of a local priest. So then, an actual priest did it? Yeah, how could, Apparently how, so. could the, how could the pillow... How did they know the pillow wanted to get married? And how, well, where on earth can you get wedding dresses for pillows from? Well, there's a picture of it. I mean, it's Just not the, it in a white it's sheet. Not, it's not the best fit, I'll admit. But, <laughs> but it's, it's still in the dress, definitely. Okay. Their nuptials were eagerly chronicled by the local media. He is completely obsessed with this pillow and takes it everywhere, said one friend. They go out to the park or the fun fair, <laughs> where it will go on all the rides with him. Then when he goes out to eat, he takes it with him and it gets its own seat and its own meal. Unbelievable. The, the pillow marriage is not the first similarly themed unusual marriage in recent times. It comes after a Japanese otaku married his virtual girlfriend, Neni Anigasaki. You're very good at these names. Thank you. A character who only exists in the Nintendo DS game Love Plus. Oh, God. That what? is the end of the story. Some people but... are just mental. Yeah, but how does it make you feel? <laughs> No one wants to go out with you, Mr. North, but that pillow has got married, <laughs> so you've been outdone by a pillow. This pillow gets taken out to dinner all the time. Do you get taken out to dinner all the time, Mr. Yeah, sometimes North? Sometimes I take people out for dinner. You take them out, but that pillow gets taken <laughs> this out. This pillow gets taken out. I bet you he never has to pay. We're going to have to get that pillow on the show to give Mr. North like relationship advice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit odd, isn't it? Very odd. <laughs> I, I, think mean, that, yes. I think the whole gist of this story is slanted towards Even saying Even from your perspective, odd. that's old, Liam. Yeah, because yeah. Like, when I was little, I had like a blanket that I used to take everywhere with me. But yeah. at no point did I think, do you know what would make my life better if I actually wed for life this blanket? That sounds like a sort of a, well, an extension of that kind of They genuinely look in love, psychosis. though. Well, how could... On the picture, they, I mean... Are they snogging? Yeah, they are. Oh, because I was excited when I went on holiday, got a mint on my pillow. I never actually thought for one second. He oh, looks a little bit like Mr. Oh, Swan, actually. Oh, he doesn't dirty. look anything like me. The same hair, same glasses. Rubbish. J- listeners, he looks nothing like me. What are the rules of marriage? He's stuff? Japanese. Can you marry anything? <laughs> Korean, actually. Oh, sorry. Can Korean. you marry anything? Um, I don't think it's a real wedding. I don't think, I don't think it, surely he, it can't be a license. I don't think if he dies, the pillow gets all his possessions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that to rattle around in like, his house. <laughs> we will put that picture on the website because the picture's genuinely disconcerting. It's almost as disconcerting as the homosexual picture that we have of Mr. North in the basement. Yeah, that, they can put them next to each other. That is yeah. quite disconcerting. Which one's more disconcerting? Which one makes a cuter couple? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pillow and the Japanese man. <laughs> or Mr. North and his friend, Mr. Lee. We should get Mr. Lee on the show, actually. He sounds like he's Korean. Mr. Lee. <laughs> Mr. Lee. <laughs> Mr. We have a friend called Mr. Lee. He does sound like foreign, doesn't he? Yeah, his name's Chris. Yeah. That's less foreign. 
Did we like that news story? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was worrying, but it was still a good news story. Yeah. As we're approaching the end of the show, Liam, I've decided to start the poem music. So, whenever you're ready. What a liberty. What a liberty. You can't just start the poem music. Well, I can. I'm Maybe I just won't do a poem. Okay. I have written a really good one, actually, because I've had a really awesome few days, and I've fallen in love with a blonde girl. Because a little while ago, I literally decided I love blondes. I literally was like, it was an epiphany. I thought, I really fancy blondes all of a sudden, because I've always gone for brunettes in the past. And I thought, all right, I need to find a blonde girl to go out with. So literally, I went on Facebook and there was a blonde girl there. So I'm now. You pressed the blonde <laughs> filter search. And you we went. Found the first and we had a one night on. out in Reading and we ended up having a night on the sofa, which was lovely, where I fed her ketchup because she loves ketchup. And I do properly. That sounds like the freakiest thing ever. I do love her a bit. Fed so I've ketchup. written this poem about our sort of meeting and about blondes in general. So I hope you enjoy this because my perms have been quite good lately, haven't they? Yeah. So this has got big boots to He fill. used to carry around a blanket, now he carries around an ego. Well, that's all right. <laughs> I wish you'd carry around. That's a tagline. <laughs> Other than the damp, drab sort yeah. of fe- feeling around you. This poem is called Flecks of Blonde. What shade I would cry from a place of pure lust. Another fleck of droll flavour, like limbs or a bust. The blithe, nimble frame, I'm worked up like a dervish. A sachet changes feelings, a new goddess to worship. Yet shallow it may be, my urges fizz without repost. But in the absence of depth, comes a clarity not lost I know what I need and with that comes a freedom a beauty of focus the absence of burden and on this night as I subdue notions of sins we walk cobbles of peasants of queens and of kings I grasp your waist while my fingers gently dance they found a ballroom of skin they seize any chance so time has been beaten two years melt away how long will this last does lust ever stay as souls kiss the water and ripples on white, it's gold that I crave, and tonight is the night. Mm. Oh. Ominous. <laughs> oh, I don't know about ominous, that's a bit Sounds harsh. Like a... <laughs> so that was my poem about my blonde lust. Very good. Thank you very much. Is it one of the greats in my canon, it was, was it? It was good. There was some very nice sort of waxing lyrical in there. It's yeah. good. I think, is it quite flattering if someone writes a poem about you? Very. Sh- well, as long as the poem is flattering. Yeah, because I think my, <laughs> I'm thinking of releasing my poetry in a book when I've got enough. A Boys in the Basement poetry book. You yeah, think we'd sell it's that all as part con- of our official a- merchandise? It's all content. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me at the book launch. Yeah, yeah. That was my poem about blonde lust. And I think that pretty much wraps up the show now, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah that's it. Have we had a good time doing yeah, the show? Yeah, it's been Very good. Much so. Have you had a good time listening to the show? I think they all said yes. It was a deafening Definitely silence. said yes. No, it was not a deafening silence. It was whoops of delight, hollers of joy. Uh, we have had a really good show. We've really enjoyed it. It's nice for me to be back from the Isle of Wight every so often, travelling back to the mainland. I now have to shoot off now. We didn't get back on a ferry to go back there. So my life is living out of suitcases at the moment, but I, you know, I like to keep my commitments to Boys in the Basement going. If you've enjoyed the show, let us know. Uh, email us, liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. Uh, go to the website, boysinthebasementpodcast.com. Uh, from there, you can join the Facebook group, and we will be putting, because we've had so much on this show that we need to put on the website. We're going to put it on the website, also on the Facebook feed, so you can have a look in your own time. And like I say, anything you want to contribute, we love hearing from you, hearing your music, hearing what's going on, anything you want to promote, let us know. So, I think there's only one thing left for me to say. We have been the boys. This has been the basement. You have been the listener. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.